Warning, you have just made a life-changing decision. So sit back and turn up the volume and enjoy. What's up, nation? Breakers, this your boy Triple D3D, however you want to say it. Your favorite two spot player from the Himalayas. I want to say something real quick. What's up, nation? How y'all doing today? I'm doing good now. I want to go ahead and, and jump into this house cleaning real quick before I get into Area 14. Now, I apologize for not coming to y'all on schedule. Now, schedule was thrown off. Due to the fact that I got caught cheating. Yes, y'all got caught cheating. Um, I had an affair back in 2016. It was with when this situation happened. Um, let me tell y'all about it. It was when the Steelers was going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Back before Pat Mahomes was even in the NFL. He was a young gunslinger in Texas Tech. Um, I was cheating on the Redskins at the time. At the time, I thought it was the Steelers until um, this little beauty caught my eye, and it was the dimes that uh, Alex Smith was uh, throwing to Tyreek Hill and getting them, you know, what I'm saying, amazing yards. So at that time, I that took my eye, and since 2016. My love for the Kansas City Chiefs um, was declared. And then in 2017, Kareem Hunt decided to come to the NFL. And um, that's when my love got harder. And uh, I just couldn't, you know, just keep having the Redskins being my number one team. Because, you know what I'm saying, they, we were doing kind of bad last year. And then we got Alex Smith in 2018. I became a full-time Redskins fan. Um, at the time, I uh, wasn't high, highly on um, Pat Mahomes, so I began to slack off on my love with the Kansas City Chiefs and my Redskins, you know, just been going on and on since then. And then um, we had a bye week. Then my love came back. So, y'all, I have a favorite team in the AFC. This is the only team who will not hear me say is trash throughout the NFL unless we really are, unless they really are trash. Now, I say this because you always have to have a second option. You always have to have a plan B. Okay? So, my Redskins is my option A or my forever. You know what I'm saying? And... I will forever be rocking with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Redskins. But if you ask me who my favorite team is, I'm going to say Washington Redskins. But if you get to know me, you'll find out that the Kansas City Chiefs will be my second home. But anyways, 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 anyways. Shout out to that boy, DJ and DH, you dig? Because all I got to say is something's on the way. And this something right here is what you could call one of them game changers, like a Tyreek Hill hitting the NFL 
or or like hold on, let me, you gonna be shocked when I say this, or or, or like a Jason Tatum hitting the NBA. This is a game changer. Like when I say this, when this drops on What's Up Nation, What's Up Nation is gonna be taken from basically B team to A team, y'all. So y'all gonna have to be prepared because it's gonna get. Ten times lit when this happened. That's all I'm going to say, though. I can't say much about it because it ain't here yet. So, till it get here, that's all I'm going to say. And then the, the, the last thing I need to say, the last thing before I jump into Area 14 is... What's up, nation has been invaded? It, 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 they just took took over so fast, and I, I couldn't stop it, y'all. I apologize. I, don't, I just... I, I, Oh, okay. Let me go ahead and tell y'all what happened. The NBA is here, y'all. The NBA is officially here. And may I say right now, before things get to the popping, everybody listen. Turn up the volume to the max. I want everybody to know this right here. The 2007, nope, 2018, because they should have won it in 2017, but 2018 and 2019 NBA champs will be the Boston Celtics. I ain't going to say we're going to go undefeated, but... But we're going to win the championship. And the MVP will be his second time winning a championship. So this will be his second ring. It's going to be Kyrie, Uncle Drew, Irving. I just had to get that out because y'all, y'all tripping if y'all saying the Warriors gonna be able to beat the Boston Celtics. Y'all tripping. I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna be a good series. But y'all would be stupid to say that the Boston Celtics will not beat the Warriors. And if you think you think I sound stupid right now, shoot it up. I wanna hear it because I want all the smoke. And, I mean, I want all the smoke because we got the best coach because he really should have won coach of the year last year. But, you know, uh, the Toronto Raptors coach won it, even though they got swept and he not even on it. But, anyways, we got the best organization. Danny A's, we have all of the trades we need. So, to be honest, if Kyrie gets injured, since everybody wants talks about Kyrie might get injured, if Kyrie get injured, we can get somebody in the draft and let Jason Tatum take over. And like, I mean, Terry Rozier take over Kyrie's spot. And then have, it, it don't need to even break that down because it's not going to happen. But just let it, know, let it be known. We have all the draft picks we need. And I did mention we have a roster where we got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum is younger 
and he's cold, and Jalen Brown is getting better as he goes on. And then we have a Gordon Hayward with the Butler connection with the best coach. I ain't even, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say until we get into the area 14. But without further ado, we're just gonna jump into the area 14, the NFL side of it for right now. So let me say what needs to be said real quick. If the playoffs were to start right now, the teams that would be set in the AFC is is my 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 second team. The Kansas City Chiefs would be number one. The Bengals would be number two. And for some odd reason, I mean some odd reason, the Dolphins would be number three. And number four would be the Titans. Now, mind you, this is for right now. If the playoffs were to start right now in week five, Okay, the wild cards would be Ravens and the Jaguars. Now, personally, that is crazy because in the AFC, you're usually supposed to say the Patriots. So that is shocking to see. And yeah, I just wanted to let that be known. Now, we're going to keep pushing to the NFC where we know who will be the NFC champs, the Redskins, if this was to happen today. But anyways, we're going to say like this. The NFC in the first spot for the playoff position would be the Rams. Second would be the Bears. Third would be the Saints that we're going to whoop up on next Monday where I'm going to have to post on Tuesday due to the fact that my Redskins will be playing on that Monday. So be prepared for me to post on next Tuesday. But anyways, the next, the Redskins. The best team in the NFL right now. No coughs. Um, then the wild cards would be the Panthers and the Packers. Now, let, let me tell y'all, that is the playoff picture if it was to start right now. And if it was to start right now, I can tell you the two teams that will go to the Super Bowl just by looking at it. No, I would say the, the championship because there's no team that will go to the Super Bowl. The, the, you know, the conference championship, my bad. I should say that first. So, this is what's going to go. The conference championships within the AFC would be the Chiefs versus the Jaguars. Because personally, I don't think the Bengals would be able to make it. Don't think the Ravens have enough to go up against the a team like the Jaguars. But you know, this is the NFL, and I'm just taking a guess. So I would say that the Chiefs and the Jaguars would go to the AFC conference. And then for the NFC, I mean, I would be dumb not to say that the, I can tell you who the championships champion of that conference would be is the Redskins. Um, not gonna lie, it'd be a hard fought game against the against the Packers if we had to play or the Panthers or even the Bears. Oh my god, wait, I had to rethink that. Hold on. The NFC has the Rams, the Bears, the Saints, the Redskins, the Panthers, and the Packers. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I had to take a knee, y'all. Do you not do you not hear that? That's not fair. Like, how does the AFC just have the Chiefs and the Jaguars that could potentially win it? 
but really, the NFC has the Rams, the Bears, the Saints, and the Redskins. That's the number four. But, you know, I have no doubt in that, even though I'm, I, it, I'm struggling to say this. The Redskins would definitely win the NFC if that happened. But, I mean, you know, we might have to go against the Rams or the Bears. You know what I'm saying? And that, 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 that. <laughs> but anyways, anyways. We're going to keep it pushing. This topic needs to be said. Earl Thomas gave the infamous middle finger. In my eyes, he should have gave him two. Because he outplayed his contract. But he didn't get paid for it. And he was still the best player on the team. When I say he outplayed his contract, I really mean it. Like, he was the best player on the team. And they didn't want to pay him for it. So... Now he broke his leg. And actually, it was the same leg he has he broken previously. So, whew, y'all, it's, it's, it's painful to say it, but he's out for the season. So, first of all, he won't be getting paid a lot. Second of all, he could have went to another team. Like the Cowgirls, they could have got him. They could have been, you know what I'm saying, maybe second in the NFC. I mean, East, you know what I'm saying, if they was with us. They, if they, I mean, you know, if they could, you know, really get a good receiver. They could, they could be second. They could be under us. But they, they're stuck at third. But anyways, anyways. <laughs> they're stuck at third. But anyways. He misses out on his opportunity. And now, hmm. He injured the same leg he injured before, and he's out for the same season. Come on, now. That ain't even cool. See, and people looking at Le'Veon Bell like he is the bad guy because he doesn't want to get injured because he's not getting paid because he outplayed his contract. Now, you know what I'm saying? You take Le'Veon's situation how it is, but it is like, dang. Now we can't see Earl Thomas play like he used to. And actually, what's going to happen for the Seahawks now? Hmm, it's crazy. But like I said, I think Earl Thomas should have gave them two middle fingers. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that's just messed up. But we're going to keep it pushing. We're going we're gonna to talk about this real quick. Corey Coleman. Now, he was on the Browns, traded to the Bills, cut. Signed with the Patriots. Then Josh Gordon, his former teammate, gets released from the no. Well, I, he got traded. No, he got. I don't know if he got released or what. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Whatever happened, happened, and he's now a Patriot. And guess what, y'all? They cut Corey Coleman. To get Josh Gordon. Then they signed him to the practice team. Just to cut him again. Now, I know he probably hasn't done enough to even be talked about. You know what I'm saying? You know, he wasn't he hadn't been a big deal. He wasn't like no Randy Moss or no Jerry Rice or nothing. So it's just like, dang. A uh, first-round draft pick that had so much potential, that had so much potential, another one 
I think it's now to declare him as a bust, y'all. He's he's now on the couch with Dez, just sitting there like, what's the next move to do? So um, I wish Corey Coleman the best, but I mean, dang, it, I don't know what to say now. <laughs> then we're going to keep it pushing. We're going to talk about these QBs, these recent QBs that have been in the game. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about it. So, Baker Mayfield's first official start of the year. Now, let's talk about it. Like I said, he didn't win the game. I mind you, this game was very, very, very close. It's not like one of those... 16 to 28 losses or something. It's a 42 to 45 loss in overtime. Now, looking at that, I mean, it's not like it's not like the team didn't, you know, play their heart out, but it's like you know what I'm saying, both teams. I'm not going to tell you what team it was cuz that's something you need to come back in here on Wednesday, dog. You know what I'm saying? Because that's when we do backtracking. But it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Both teams were fighting to get this dub. And it was an overtime win. I mean, overtime ill. So, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about it. It was his first L. And he said in post-time, well, after the game, he was like, man, I'm going to take this. I'll take this L. It was my fault. You know what I'm saying? And in some point, it is his fault. It is. It is. But, 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 you kind of got to blame it on the defense, too. Like, the team did score 45 points. It's not like, you know what I'm saying, your job isn't to stop, you know, stop the defense to score touchdowns. So, I mean, it's not, it's not like it's your job to stop the offense from scoring a touchdown, you know what I'm saying? It is your job to do that, actually. So, the defense should be taking this into. But you kind of got to give it to Baker Mayfield a little bit more due to the fact that he did worse in the fourth quarter in overtime. You know what I'm saying? The first three quarters, he was getting the ball down the field and completing passes, and then it seemed like, you know what I'm saying, things just went for a turn during the fourth Court, I mean, the fourth quarter in overtime, and he did have four turnovers. And so, I'm gonna take you to what Skip and Shannon said. Skip said, This is his first start, and basically, what he said is he's gonna have growing pains, you know what I'm saying? And I agree with him. It, it was a good game, it's not like Baker Mayfield has been playing in you know all previously three games, you know what I'm saying? He had it. Because he, he's been on the bench. So this is his first start. He did play a little bit last game. But this is his actual first start. And he's getting, you know, the ball. You know what I'm saying? He's feeling it. So he, he got he to gotta feel what the L feel like. You know what I'm saying? And I promise you, I'm saying this because we seen how Baker plays. After an L, he's going to, you know, he's going to analyze what he did wrong. And he's going to make them adjustments he need to make next game. So whoever the, whoever the Browns play play next game, they just better be ready for it, because they got something coming. Baker Mayfield is going to be he going to be something next game. He going to be something to deal with. So, I just feel like that's one part. And then Shannon said, 
he had four turnovers. If he would have made two turnovers, they probably had a better chance of winning the game. And I agree with him. Now, you know what I'm saying? When Shannon says something like that, you kind of got to listen because he, he played football. So he kind of know, he know a lot. He really know about it. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, when you think about it, yeah, turnovers are very costly. Like, you know, any turnover could have either been a touchdown, some yards, or in in, in NBA it could have been, uh, you know, an amazing dunk, assist, or you know, or score or three points that you needed. So that turn that turnovers is pretty serious. So I agree with both of what they're saying. So I like I said, I feel like Baker is gonna come out another monster next game, and hopefully he proves me right, and I can come up here on Monday and be like, I mean on Tuesday, cause I'm not gonna post on Monday, but on Tuesday and be like. He did what I said, so we'll be watching that. Next, we got to talk about Eli. And this is to all you Giants fans out there. I need you to really listen to this, okay? Let me tell y'all this. I want y'all to understand this. Y'all suck. I'm tired of hearing... I'm tired of hearing that it's not Eli's fault because he won them two Super Bowls. It's the old line fault. No. Come on, now. Eli can't throw the ball like he used to. You can see it. Because his connection with Odell ain't what he used to be. Now, I might be tripping, and I, I really don't care for the Eagles, and I hope they prove me right because they're trash. So, to be honest, these next couple games, they, they're going to prove me right. But the question is, is Eli too old, or is it really his offensive lineman? I, I, I'm, I'm going to say it. It's both. It's really that they should have got a QB instead of getting Saquon Barkley. Is that's really what it is? Cause basically, what it's looking like on the field is this: Look, they get a ball. I mean, they get a ball to Eli so he can give it to to Saquon basically. So Eli should be the freaking center and get a ball to just get a ball to Saquon all the rest of the year because he he's not throwing it like he used to. He's not point blank simple, and they got. They got Saquon coming out the, you know, coming out the backfield. Basically, he should just go ahead and throw it because the defense is already to him. The offensive line can't block for nothing. So, come on now. We want two Super Bowls. Two Super Bowls don't mean nothing if you ain't playing good. You got Odell. He ain't getting the ball. Y'all somehow got an okay defense, but it, to me it don't translate. I feel like defense is boo-boo trash. But we ain't gonna talk about that either. We talking about Eli and the offensive line. What's going on? So what y'all need to go ahead and do is go ahead and wait till next year. Y'all gonna be in the top five picks. That's just how it's gonna go, cause y'all trash. Y'all gonna be in the top five picks. Y'all go ahead and, and get y'all a quarterback. Next, get y'all a good offensive line, cause y'all trash. And y'all season is done for. But I have all utmost respect for the New York Giants situation due to the fact that I, I watched Michael Strahan's 30 for 30, and it, it was pretty impactful, you know what I'm saying? And kind of gained love for just the New York. I'm not a fan of it at all. They're, they're boo-boo trash, but I, I kind of, you know what I'm saying, they weren't so much trash at, when I watched that 30 for 30. But that's a little backstory behind that. But next thing is this. Y'all ready? We're done with all the QB talk. We're going to talk about this. 
like I've been saying in this podcast, I will not be posting on Monday because my Redskins play on Monday. I'll be posting on Tuesday. So be ready for Area 14 on Tuesday like this week. But I want to also let y'all know this. Oh, this next this game right here. We'll be playing against the Saints. And my Redskins have been doing pretty bad on Monday night football. This year is going to be something different. Even though we're going up against the Saints, I can promise you it's going to be a whole different monster. Due to the fact that I feel like we're not going to let Drew Brees get over 200 yards on us because if he does that, he breaks a record. And he can't be that team he breaks that record on. So our defense will hold him to under 100 yards. And Alvin Kamara will have his worst game yet. Mark my words. But we finna dive into the NBA section of Area 14, dog. What's up, Area 14? Welcome to the NBA side of, you know, what's up, Nation in Area 14. So, without further ado, we're just going to jump into it. So, all I got is really the preseason takeaways because, you know, the NBA season ain't really popped off, popped off. You know what I'm saying? So, we just chilling right now. We're just chilling, chilling. So, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Now, I've been watching some highlights. Now, I want to say this right here hits very close to home and I mean literally in like you know because actually I'm stationing Fort Worth Texas funky town Texas you dig <laughs> right down the street from the Dallas Mavericks and where they play at so it's kind of it's kind of cool to be able to say the Dallas Maverick has a dynamic duo I'm talking like mermaid men and barnacle boy Scooby doing Shaq like it is Luka Doncic and Dennis Smith Jr. Like that dynamic duo will be something to watch, and I personally can't wait for the season to get kicked off because I wouldn't mind paying them, you know, to see them play. You dig? Then the next thing I want to talk about is this. So the 76ers—they're trash. I want to let that be known. They're really trash, trash. Like they're trash, but. They, they last year went out and got Markel Fox. He was known to, you know what I'm saying, be a playmaker on the court. But the one thing he did not have was a shot. Kind of remind me of me. That's the reason why the Celtics don't let me get on the court. I'm going to be a bench rider, but it don't matter. <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs> so, Markel Fox. Does not have a shot at all whatsoever. Until now. He's been actually left open and made it consistently. So, I don't know if that's something to watch. Because last year he was a non-factor at all. Even though he was injured, he was still a non-factor at all. He He could not get a bucket at all. Now he might can get a bucket. I might need to go to his trainers and see what they can do to help me get my shot up so I can, you know, get some starting, you know, some bench time at least. I'm, I'm 
Jackson. <laughs> the next, we got Jahil Okafor playing with my Pelicans. Like I let y'all know, I am a part-time Pelicans fan, okay? So whenever my Boston Celtics don't play and my Pelicans play, I'm going to be rooting for the Pelicans, okay? Let that be known, all right? All right. So my boy Jahil Okafor, he, he's on our team. He was doing some things until he got injured. So, uh, it kind of just leaves me excited to see what, what he got when he get back, hopefully. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, uh, he had a little spring in him because I've been wanting to see him hoop for some time now. You know what I'm saying? Back in Kansas, he was a monster. He ain't been the same. So, next we're going to push it to this. Zach Levine. Is this year his breakout season? Because he was playing like it. You know what I'm saying? He was playing like it. But this year needs to be his breakout season. Because the dude won two dunk contests in a row, but ain't really made no kind of big splash yet in the NBA. And it's crazy for me to say something like that because I was a Zach Levine fan back when he was Carl Anthony Towns and A. Wiggins. Like, back then, boy, you could not tell me that wasn't a cold team because I, I used to love playing with the Timberwolves on 2K. Now, you know what I'm saying, Zach Levine on the Bulls, I understand he got injured and stuff, but ah, this year got to be a breakout season, fam. I need this. I need these highlights. I need to be able to get lit to these highlights because he's a highlight real walking. Like, there's nothing to say but that. You know what I'm saying? So... This got to be Zach Levine's breakout season. Or, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to declare him a B-U-S-T-E. <laughs> now, I don't know. He might he might be just a good bench player, basically. That's what Zach Levine would be. He can't be a bust. He got two dunk contests. <laughs> Lock and loaded. And next, we got Miles Bridges. Now, I want to let this be known. He's on the Hornets. Okay? And he, he's going, the Hornets are going up against my Boston Celtics. I got some heat on the first preseason game when the Boston Celtics lost. And everybody was like, oh, the Boston Celtics lost. They're going to be trying. They're gonna be... No, they didn't say that. They were just like, oh, the Boston Celtics lost. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, at, like I told them, it, it doesn't hurt me to know that my third stream can get into the game. I wasn't there. Coach didn't let me play in the preseason. They want to keep me um, healthy to the regular season so I can be officer, officer bitch rider. So until then, um, I'm going to be out here. So October 17th, I'll be on the, uh, on the court sitting down my jumpsuit. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> anyways. Yeah. We lost to the Hornets the first game, but we beat them the second game, okay? Okay, it's just the preseason. It really don't matter, but I need to let people know that, yeah, we, we lost against the Hornets the first game. And you want to know why? Miles Bridges. I would have to get a young man, rookie of the first preseason few games or whatnot, because the dude was turning up. He was putting everything back. Like, I mean, he was like your mama. Whenever you don't put your stuff, like your shoes and stuff back, he was putting everything back. You know, you know what I mean? Like, he was dunking, layuping, blocking. Like, 
I was just like, what the heck? Like, come on now. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Miles Bridges. He, he was turning up. And then we're going to end it off and jump into the keep going with this one right here. Jordan Clarkson, after one season of playing with J.R. Smith, is now tatted up to the neck. Like, I had, I didn't get a chance to, like, really examine it. I was just shocked to see he had tattoos. Because when he was with the Lakers, he ain't had no tattoos. Last, you know, during the season, he ain't had no tattoos. And I was watching, you know, some sports show. And the funny thing was, he's, the, the person said, um, Jordan, I've seen you play last year in the, the finals. And... You might need to rethink the tattoos because you you might need another job. And I just thought that was funny because he ain't really do nothing. (laughs) He was really trash. But it's just bad because I thought he was going to be, you know, pretty cold. Because the Lakers, when he came off the bench, he would do something. (laughs) So I, I just thought that was a little funny and thought we needed a little laugh and hear that. So, yeah, definitely go check that out. Because Jordan Clarkson is tatted up. Like, I'm not playing. But we're going to go ahead in Area 14 right there in the NBA. Because like I said, preseason here. We ain't got much to talk about. But stay tuned for the Keep It Going. right here is keep going where I give y'all some motivation, you know what I'm saying, and motivate y'all to keep going through whatever y'all got going. And now this month of October is Breast Cancer Month, so every one of these keep goings will be dedicated to, you know what I'm saying, the breast cancer struggle and the breast cancer survivors out there. So without further ado, let's get to it. This, I I personally want to say this because, well, do this because my aunties have been through breast cancer. And may I say, some of them have been through it more than once. And they all came back stronger than ever. So I, I want to say that and I want y'all to keep them in your prayers. And everybody who, anybody that has, anybody that's went through breast cancer or is going through breast cancer in their life, just pray for them and pray for my aunties too. Because, you know what I'm saying? They're really the strongest people known to men because cancer is nothing to play with. But without further ado, we're gonna I'm gonna give it to you like this. Feed your faith and your fears will starve to death. Now that's some strong, powerful words. You know what I'm saying? That's some strong, powerful words. If you feed your faith, you know, you know what I'm saying? Faith is doing things believing in things you can't see so if you can't see that you can't get past that wall then what you gonna do you gonna sit there and believe you can't get past that wall but if you feed your faith it is you don't have to say that I'm gonna break down this wall you can say I'm gonna find a way past this wall 
if you keep telling yourself that, you're going to feed your faith. And you know what your fear was? Just sitting there looking at that wall because you can't get past it. So after you feed your faith, (laughs) after you feed your faith, you know what I'm saying? Your fears will starve to death. So after you believe that you can get past that wall, you're going to then, then be able to see the door. And you can go through the door, and then next thing you know, you made it past that wall. And your fear was being stuck looking at that wall. So your fear basically just starved to death while you made it past that wall. So you know what I'm saying? Keep going, y'all. It's your boy 3D, Triple D, however you want to say it. And what's up, nation? We'll be back on Wednesday. But for right now, I'm going to say deuces.